daddy. Look, Fox Daddy. And he's like, fuck daddy. And I'm like, that's great. <laughs> uh, it's great. That's wonderful. It was wonderful. What are we talking about? Uh, children cussing. No, children cussing. Ah, I was talking about yes. the best thing in the Dewey world. Dewey and then yeah. Gowan's son oh. when he was little. Not the twins. Ah, Jace, the other one. The other one. Yeah. Uh, he couldn't say Fox. It's fuck. Yep. Yes. It was great. Love that. Oh, children swearing is just... It's the greatest thing in the world. So good. It's the greatest thing in the whole world. It is. Yeah, Roman flipped the bird recently. Oh, so. good. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. What was, what was your reaction to that? <laughs> Not to me. Oh. Not to me. So. Was it in context? Uh, this is pretty much in context. Yeah. So his mom was doing it too, and he joined in, so... Oh, okay. Yeah. Look, I one me. Not it. That's no, fair. This time. This time. This time is the operative yes. phrase, because <laughs> usually it is me. Yeah. 100%. Hundo P, in fact. Hundo P. Hundo P, in fact. Hundo P, in fact. Are we recording? Yes. Of course. Yay! Welcome to Ghosts and Hoes. Ghosts and Hoes. Ghosts and Hoes, a paranormal podcast yep. where we talk about all things spoopy, mm-hmm. cryptids. Yep. Aliens? Yeah. Witchcraft? Yeah. I was waiting for that. Murder most fucking foul? Yeah. Yeah. What else? That's that's pretty much it. We kind of have to take dicks off the table because no one's willing to divulge or go out and fucking get some. I said I'd have to. I didn't say I wouldn't. I just was exasperated about it. You have to. You have to. This one won't tell us. I know. and it's, She won't. And it's infuriating. Yeah. I hate it. It is infuriating. But here we are. It is infuriating. I mean, we could. this whole problem could be solved if she just would, but yeah, she I know. won't. She won't. It has to be you. Well, so, it's gone now, so. Uh, now that it's gone, can you fucking tell us some shit? Yeah, what do you want to know? All yeah. of it. Tell us some photos. Oh, want to know. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Oh, but also, first, before we get into whatever is about to happen, we have a special guest in the studio <laughs> yes, today. Yes, we do. It's my mom. Hi, Zizma. Hi. She's shy. She's waving. She's shy, she's so waving. she's not on mic. But she no. is here. If she has she anything here. to she contribute, she'll lean over and give us her two. And then... She is yeah. here. Oh, and also, she had she brought these for you guys. Aww. Oh. Oh, good. Bye, Oh my god, Fantastic. that's awesome! <laughs> oh, I love pine scented oh things god, so much. Rose, that's amazing. Thanks, mom. Lovely. It's a Renaissance kitty. <laughs> I got a, a Bigfoot. Mine's Renaissance kitty. Mine's a mine's a mine's a squatch, Which and it's pine scented. Pine scented squatch. Very fitting. It's my favorite scent. What we have coming up on the Patreon. It's true. So um, that's not confirmed yet. Mm. Calm, calm down with your biz over there. Oh, it's. What's oh, no, what we're doing confirmed. this month for Patreon. Oh, okay, that's, never mind. That's a different, we'll talk about that later. Okay. Again, but yes. <laughs> that's another. I'm like, shit, what isn't confirmed? What did I miss? <laughs> it is this Sunday, yes? It is, Okay, yes. good. Oh, is uh, it this Sunday? Yes. Oh, it's on my calendar. God damn. Look at me being ahead for once. Jesus shit. Christ. It is. Look at you go. Look at me go. It never happens. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it it's gone. It it started to get a little controlling, and I was like, mm. "Yeah, no, you gotta go." Okay. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How was go. it? Yeah, fine. Fine. Can you? T- no, it, no, no, no. Here's the thing. Just unexceptional. It, yeah. Mm. And mediocre. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. And he was real proud of it. So I was like, oh. "Good for you." Good okay. for you. 
So did he at least take care of you? Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Oh yeah. It was fine. It was just. It was a filler. <laughs> a gap. Filler. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, he yeah. filled up your gap. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah, no. No, 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 he just, he got kind of like controlling and weird. So I was like, yep, nope, we're done here. Mm-hmm. You gotta go. I don't, I don't, I Can don't. Can you give me an that. example? An example. Um, One time you're just like, mm, no, not telling you or giving you that. Uh, it's it's one of those like if you don't respond fast enough, kind of yeah. got yeah. It started to get like that, Ugh. yeah. And then I'm Ugh. just like, no, no. Okay, gentlemen, <clears throat> if you're listening, you know what, ladies too. Yeah. Oh, people. People. Everybody. Peeps in general. Uh, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. If you're if 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 your person has a history of felonious behavior then sure i get that but also red flag get away from them uh otherwise leave them alone they're allowed to have independent time and then he tried to gaslight me and i laughed at him and he didn't think that that was funny can't gaslight me bro sorry and i called him out on it and then he really lost his shit and i was like yeah and we're done here Mm. so that's how that went down fun yeah yeah (laughs) what what was his response? Okay. I <laughs> I want to be there for moments like this so uh-huh. I can laugh at dumb dudes. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I would I would have been there laughing alongside you. Right. Being like, bro, you're so dumb. Yeah. Really dumb. You're for such real. a dumb sack Super of shit. Dumb. You stupid turd. And then he had a whole ass infant he was keeping hidden from me that I found out about. Oh, oh that's fun. Good. A whole ass infant that was like A infant. whole baby. A whole boring baby. Yeah. No. Yeah, just a so we have last infant. mediocre in bed, has a child that was kept secret, uh-huh. uh, gaslighting. The the one time, that was it. That was the done. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. An yeah, attempt yeah. was made. An attempt was made. And and that's not a thing that works on clingy. me. Clingy. And clingy. Mm-hmm. Stage yeah. five clingers. Stage five clinger yeah. from a movie that doesn't age well. Um, so it's just all bad. It, it just oh, it just went it went, it went it went it went sour. Sour, gone sour. sour. So, a dick is sour. Gotta go. Ooh. Means other things, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't do. You don't, don't do sour don't, dick. I well, I just don't do that. I don't try to control me. Mm. Like conversations can be had about things, but mm. she's like Miley Cyrus and my boobs in that they can't be tamed. No. <laughs> Speaking of Miley Cyrus, yes, like a prayer. Hmm? Okay, never mind. I thought I thought we were gonna get real excited for a second. So. No, okay, I watched. I decided to just give the newest season of Black Mirror a shot. Oh, and started off with the Miley Cyrus episode. Oh, it was so fucking bad. Oh, it was so terrible. Uh oh. Okay, well, she redid or she did a version of Like a Prayer, Madonna. Ah, and it is the best thing. All ever the things that, that I play she... on repeat because it is yeah. so goddamn good. I'm guessing you've heard her rendition of Jolene, yeah? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. So good. She is a really, really oh, yeah. good musician. Musician? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Actor. She wasn't bad. She wasn't bad in that episode. The story just sucked ass mm. as did all of the lines they gave her. Mm. So Lame. it was the writing. It was, oh, absolutely. <sighs> that is always such a bummer. They, they release, so in typical Black Mirror fashion, someone gets trapped in a robot. Yeah, it happens. So, in a robot? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's the, like, so everything after White Christmas, which was the uh, the first thing Netflix did for them after they left the BBC, mm-hmm. or they got canceled by the BBC, 
almost every story is about how somebody gets trapped in a robot forever. Huh. Yeah, that's almost every single plot line. It's like this person gets caught in something that he, they can't get out of for eternity. And it's Surprise. like, the most, it's a robot. It's the most painful and or lonely thing they could possibly think of. It's really fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. And in this one, say, huh. yeah, in this one, Miley Cyrus is a big pop star and they she releases a doll that is supposed to be like of her personality mm-hmm. and you come to find out they took a synaptic snapshot and put it into the doll but put a limiter on it so it couldn't be her full personality creepy and they f- remove the limiter and it's just this lady inside a doll so it's basically Hannah Montana meets Black Mirror yeah and Chucky yeah okay it's it. really dumb it's very Got very it. dumb yep Sounds it ends with the uh, the main character realizing she doesn't want to be a poppy pop star but wants to be like heavy rock musician like Miley Cyrus. Yeah. So she's and playing herself. So yeah, right. Essentially, yes. So that like ends with her playing some bar show, playing mm-hmm. hard rock, and it cuts to the main character sitting next to the doll who has this arms in the air and an anarchy sticker on its on its belly. That is the dumbest fucking it's thing I think so I've ever heard. Stupid. It's so, so stupid. Aside from attempting to gaslight me. The dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever fucking heard. So Black Mirror is just not good anymore. It's just not good. Bummer for people that like Black Mirror. I know. I've never watched it. I haven't either. It's the first two seasons and the White Christmas special are fucking brilliant, and they are so soul crushingly depressing. Trying to get through Ozark and Grace and Frankie of that, the Christmas one. It's very good. Yeah. Also ends with people getting trapped in a situation forever, but you know, it was the first one, so it didn't. Ah, Okay. Yeah. Do we have backhoes? Kind of. Kind of, sort of. <clears throat> so, if anybody has been paying attention to our Facebook, we <laughs> are going to be doing our first live show in an eternity in, in October. Eternity. Uh, it is for the Pacific Northwest True Crime Fest, Hell yeah. which is October 8th and 9th in Auburn, Washington, at the Green River College. So, that's somewhat close to Seattle. Is it? Yeah. Where is Auburn? I don't know. North. Sure. <laughs> I've been there one time. I think it's about two and a half hours that way. Got it. Yeah. It felt like much longer, but also that could have just been the drive itself that we stopped a thousand times. The uh, company I worked for between the two stints at the company I'm at now is a business to business IT company. Mm-hmm. Their headquarters is in Auburn. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, cool. I went to, that's where I went to see Phantom Planet, no doubt, and Blink 182. Nice. Okay. A hundred lifetimes ago. Um, oh, and then there was gonna this. Get, gonna get us a hotel room? Trash hotel rooms like rock stars? <laughs> is that what we're gonna do? Is that, what's, yeah. is that Okay, cool. That's got, it. got it, got it, got um, it, got it, got it, good. And then, no. hang on, this, okay. I meant to I mean, to unless share. you want to pay for it. <laughs> no. But I forgot to share it last week. Because I'll, I'll fuck up a lamp or two. <laughs> If it's on your if it's on your tab, no, I'm good. I'll throw some shit against walls. I have no no oh, qualms. Good. I'll burn a mattress. <laughs> I'll burn a mattress. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so this is actually from April, but again, I was Ill. the time or the person. The, the time. <laughs> okay. From April. Sure. The time. I was like, it was, it was April. <laughs> I was I was sick and did not get to share this. Uh, so, oh no, come back. Why? Oh, the internet. Oh. Technology is Are you connected devil. to my Wi-Fi? No. Bro. Uh, you, I never have not? been. Uh, you know, I have, have I very been? good internet. Oh, I don't know. I'm not bitch. either. 
Um, hang on. My phone just decided to be a dick. And I was like, oh, you wanted me to go back to that page? Guess what? I'm not going to do that for you. Do you want to get on my Wi-Fi and then we can continue on about this like adults? <laughs> I can't. It's not that. It's that I hit back. I know what you did. And then it took me to a different page. I know what you did, but if you were connected to the Wi-Fi, you wouldn't have had this problem. (laughs) The Wi-Fi. Hang on. Wi-Fi spliffy. Well, that's not a word. Here we go. Uh, So, DC nightclub apologizes after body of dead rapper was displayed on stage. Oh, I'm sorry, what? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What happened? So. How did we get here? (laughs) Right. (laughs) And again, this was beginning of April. Says, and this is uh, an article from NBCDFW.com. Okay. Uh, on Sunday, an event was hosted at Bliss Nightclub where the body of Gunu, a rapper who was killed last month, was propped up on stage. Gunu? That's apparently. How does one spell Gunu? Exactly. No. Goo. G O O. New. N E W. Huh. Yeah. So. It's like Fresnel. It's spelled exactly as it sounds. Uh, so Bliss Nightclub has apologized on Instagram after photos and videos surfaced of what appeared to be the body of 24-year-old Washington, D.C. area rapper Markel Morrow, known as Gunu, on stage during a funeral event held at the club. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes... Yeah. So More sense, but nonsense. Yeah. The statement from Bliss Nightclub said, Bliss was contacted by a local funeral home to rent out our venue for Gunu's homegoing celebration. Bliss was never made aware of what would transpire. We sincerely apologize to all of those who may be upset or offended. Um, so the yeah. funeral home did it? The late rapper's family has defended their decision to have his body propped up in a standing position at the nightclub, saying a celebration like this is exactly what he would have wanted. So his embalmed body was propped up on stage. on stage. And his funeral was held at a nightclub. Who decided that? His family. Okay. Well, I get... Okay. Oh, well, you know. All right. Yeah. It was like... Yeah, I'm like, well, that is a choice. They were okay with it. The nightclub was like, we had no idea that that's exactly what was going to happen. Um, but yeah. So who was offended then? Just I'm... random people well, that saw it. They weren't invited. Right? Yeah. But they also sold tickets. <laughs> Apparently, I just read. Oh. I mean, that's all the same, though. But yeah. Still same. Yeah, no. it's. I mean, if that's what they want to do. Oh, yeah. The event... It was an event called The Final Show Gunu was held Sunday, April 3rd, and was $40 per ticket. Okay. Okay. And so some people bought tickets, got mm-hmm. real excited, and then got weirded out because yeah, he was I dead and standing on stage. Yeah, I don't think they realized that his body was going to be there. And they're like, oh, yeah. surprise. Family choice. But yeah, I that mean. was there. That was... I don't think it was his final wishes because he was only 24. If you go to a funeral, you don't not necessarily know if it's going to be open casket or not. Yeah, right? but open casket and it's a little different than standing. body propped up on a stage standing like it's performing. Well, different. It is a little different. Have you seen, uh, there is, and I've seen all over, but there's um, some African cultures where funerals are like a big thing. And, mm-hmm. and, and it's very similar to that. Like they go over the top. With stuff like that. Sure, but so. I, I feel like something that is a little bit more tribalistic. Oh, yeah, yeah, No, I'm not even comparing uh, yeah, it to, I'm just, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. But still, I don't know if that's that's what you want to do. Maybe I, they should have put in a full, like, a disclosure. Being like, by the way, this is yeah, also going to be kind that's what of I'm a saying. funeral slash 
event. Like, His body will be propped up. If you've got a problem with it, don't buy a ticket. Yeah, like some kind of warning, parental advisory, explicit <laughs> content warning. Right. You know, like, maybe they just thought it'd be like, you know, casket on the stage and he's just his his final performance. Literally just there's which I wonder if they like propped his casket up with him in it. Nope. No, nope. just like a rod up the back. Ooh, interesting. Not through his body. Let's see. Well, like ooh. through the clothes. Yeah, no, you know I, mean? I get it. This is like a big doll stand. Oh, I don't. I hadn't seen it from this angle, and I can't tell you that I like it, because I absolutely do not love this. It is very creepy. Okay. Hang on. Goo new, huh? So there's something behind him. Just holding him up. I don't like it. Yeah. That looks like a creepy dude standing in a dark corner. It looks like something out of the movie House of Wax. Right? Yeah. Where you're like, is it real? What's mm-hmm. happening here? Right? Yeah, very, very House of Wax. Ew, I don't like that at all. Yeah, not a big fan. No, no, that's, wow. But I guess if that's what you wanted. Yep, no, nope, he's just standing, oh God. Yeah. Got his glasses on? Looks like he might be leaned up against something that the curtain. I think it's probably cloth. fair to say that we can put this on Instagram. He's got his oh, hand sure. in his pocket. Yeah. Well, the, it, yeah, like it just—it literally looks like dude. Dude's just standing there. Yeah, yeah. no figure. Huh? Hate Super that. Creepy. And this is why I don't okay. particularly care for wax museums. Cause hate that. Creepy. Creepy. So creepy. AF. Any any more hose AF. of back? No, that's that was all I had. That was an easy day then. Yeah. Who goes first? I mean, it was my birthday. Yes, it was. Happy it was birthday. birthday! Thank you. It is your birthday. That is a statement and a fact. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Now both Mm -hmm. of our birthdays are out of the way. Thankfully. Tis done. Tis done. And mine. But that's fine. No, it's cool. Well, yours was a while ago already. Everybody's birthday in this room. Yours was in April. That was in March. March. That's what I said. April. This lady right here, her birthday is in April. Yeah, from March till about May is a blur for me birthday-wise. Yeah. uh, it's, It's March to May. Randall has the same birthday as my sister. It is exact same a blur. All my Years youngins, well. friends, mm-hmm. dad. 89? Mm-hmm. Yep. 89. I was a junior in high school. That's... I was a feti. Actually, no. I was a senior because I graduated in 90. Actually, no. So 89, 90. Yeah, I was a senior in high school. I would have been a fetus in 89, but then eventually a... A baby. Full-blown baby. Wow. <laughs> Full-blown baby town. Yep. No one I kept don't like you that. hidden. I don't like that at all. Full-blown like, baby too? I don't like, well, without, I don't like full-blown baby. Well, you're the one that said that. I added I am aware. I, I said it. <laughs> I'm saying I regret it. That's fair. Yeah. Regrets. That's Regrets a bad phrase. This is a bad phrase. Yeah. Full-blown baby? Oh. That's why I added full-blown baby town. Mm. Make it a little less Slightly less terrible. off-putting. Because when I say full-blown baby town, I'm imagining like a ghost town that's just full, full of, of babies. babies. It's like... Children of the Corn, but the prequel. <laughs> Babies of the Corn. Yep. Well, now that made me think of you. There's a corn stalk, and you go to pick off a corn. You it's just pull a baby the in it. Yeah. There's just a baby. a baby in there. Like just cab- the baby. Like Cabbage Patch dolls, but way scarier yeah. somehow. Oh man. Now oh, no. Yeah, when lights hit. Now you've when, done it. When no. light hits them for the first time, their eyes pop open. Oh god. Yeah. 
No. We've gone to a place that I hate. <laughs> wow. And there's the title for the episode. <laughs> We've gone to a place that I, it made me uncomfortable in my chest. <laughs> Thinking about a cornfield full of babies. <laughs> What? Cornfield full of babies Corn- is also a great episode. Cornfield name. full of babies. And guess done? what? It's even scarier than it sounds. Yeah. <laughs> like, cornfield full of babies, terrifying enough on its own. But wait till you hear the details, because guess what? Way worse than you thought. Way worse. Ugh. Ugh. Why is my? Why am I the way why that I am? Why are you like this? I what, mean, what has happened? What has happened? I can't blame her. I can blame my birth father. Let's yeah. do that. I don't know. Let's do that. I'll just, I'm just going to do that. But it Let's does do make that. sense, though. We unfortunately have, a, from oh, what, what I know, a similar sense of humor. My memory is terrible. What did she say to you right before we hit record? I was going to ask you the same thing. It was, he was telling me that I needed to go out so and, I could have laid. dick stories. Ah, yes. Yes, it's about time. She said yes. it's about time. <laughs> yeah. I was like, my own, my own mother. Your mom wants you to get laid. Ooh, she's nodding. Yeah. See, my mom's not this fun. <laughs> she's not. My mom has no fun. She wants to get a, to get dick down. Oh. <laughs> get it up in there. Throw one on in. Give it a toss. I'm gonna I'm gonna lock you in a cornfield full of babies. You can try. I'm bigger than you. And guess what? That cornfield full of babies, uh-huh. it's a robot. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm there forever. Mm-hmm. Forever. Just peeling corn babies apart. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're welcome. <laughs> The rails, a, we're off of them. That was a we're terribly stupid callback. Freshly husked baby over here. Hula. <laughs> <laughs> Got your freshly husked baby. <laughs> freshly husked babies. The sour. Sour babies. The sour. Sweet and sour husked babies. <laughs> No. Off the rails. We're Truly. Off rails off. Truly. So like, well, who goes first? You do. Well. You do. Because right. I, I, I kicked off last week with Cocaine oh, Bear. Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Which, bear. by the way. God bless it. Everybody. Who doesn't love Cocaine loves Bear? Loves Cocaine Bear. Who I mean, doesn't? Cocaine Bear may not have loved Cocaine Bear in that moment. No. <laughs> no. No. Well, no, for a split second. I mean, he loved Yeah. He loved it, and then he didn't. For and like then he died. Eight seconds, he had the time of his fucking life. Have you seen the I fucking love cocaine bear meme? No. This is this it's is so good. This is one of the things that made me laugh so hard as as a a, a teenager. Nads, my glasses are next to my bed because I was reading a book. Oh, you nerd. Say, Good thing you, I can see. Just I was going to say, you can try mine. Not as great. You can try just, my eyeballs on for size. <laughs> <laughs> so, Have you seen that? Yeah. It's a roaring bear covered in snow. It says, I fucking love cocaine. My friend pointed out that it was a missed opportunity that they didn't spell Pablo Escobar, as in Paul, like bear Paul. Oh, yeah. It was just Pablo like the name. He's like, missed opportunity. Totally missed opportunity. That's dumb. That's a good point. That's dumb. All right. Well, I'm gonna... gonna Multiple animals have paws, so that doesn't do much for me. Okay. um, I'm gonna kick this. 
this off with the weird ass disappearance of Brian Schaefer. Ooh. I yeah. don't know who that is. Yeah, no, you're about to. <clears throat> so this is an unsolved case of a man that just disappeared one spring break night in 2006. Popping out of here. Dude went into a nightclub, never came back out. Just <laughs> fucking vanished. Vanished is the vanished. word. Vanished. So here we go. So Brian Schaefer grew up in Pickerington. That is a stupid fucking name for a town, Ohio. Pickerington. Pickerington. That's who di- why? It's a I don't know. It's probably someone's last name. It makes it even worse. Anyway. I do know someone with the last name Pickering. <clears throat> See? So Pickerington, Ohio is a suburb outside of Columbus. He was the eldest of two sons, born to Randy and Renee Schaefer. He graduated high school in 1997, went to Ohio State University for his undergrad work. And six years later, he graduated with a degree in microbiology. Oh. With the plan of becoming a doctor, Brian went to OSU College of Medicine in 04. Hmm. During his second year there... In March of 06, his mother unfortunately died of cancer, and Brian's friends say that although he appeared to be handling it well, her death was hard for him. Might come into play. Mm. So while doing his thing in medical school, Brian met and started dating another student, Alexis Wagner, and she, along with their families and friends, believed that Brian was going to be proposing to her sometime later in 06, most likely on their trip to Miami in early April for spring break 06. Spring break, woo! Spring Break 06! So, Brian was a big fan of tropical places, and he was super down with the beach lifestyle, and although he was going into medicine, he really had dreams of playing in a band and becoming the next Jimmy Buffett. I mean, whomst among us. Right. So, on March 31st, which was a Friday, classes at OSU, OAS, yes, OAS, OASU, ended for spring break, and Brian and his dad, Randy, celebrated by going out for a steak dinner together. Hmm. Randy noticed that Brian seemed exhausted from having pulled a bunch of all-nighters earlier the week, cramming for his exams, so he didn't think that Brian should go out that night with his friend Clint, but didn't say anything maybe he should have. Uh-oh. At 9 p.m., Brian met his buddy Clint at the, and I shit you not, and I'm going to say it as often as possible, (laughs) the Ugly Tuna Saluna. Stop it. Yep. Yes, ma'am. The Ugly Tuna Saluna, which was a bar in the South Campus Gateway Complex on High Street in Columbus. So an hour later, Brian called his girlfriend Alexis, who had gone home to visit her family in Toledo, before going to meet him in Miami. Brian and Clint went bar hopping, visiting several spots while working their way down to the arena district. And according to Clint, they had each taken one shot at each bar. After midnight, they ran into a girlfriend of Clint's named... Wow, Meredith. Well, I left out her name. Her name's Meredith. Oh, good. Yeah, so... She has a last name. We'll get there. Okay. I was going to say, like, it'd be really great if you're like, I didn't write down her name. We'll just call her Meredith. No, damn it. Somehow I just left out a sentence, but, you know, we'll get back to that. Anyway, Meredith. whomst among us. Yes. And so they ran into her at a bar called The Short North. Meredith then drove them all back to the Ugly Tuna Saluna, where they had started the night, and she joined them there for one last round of drinks, and it was here where Brian disappears. At the ugly tuna Tuna saluna, yes, which I will say so many more times. Good. So Clinton Meredith looked for Brian, called him on his cell phone several times, 
And when the bar closed at 2 a.m., they went outside and figured they'd find him there, you know, lingering, talking to people. But he wasn't anywhere in the crowd of people that were leaving the bar and hanging out outside. So they thought maybe he just Irish goodbye and went home. And that was that. Alexis and Brian's dad. No, Alexis. What? Oh, <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Nope. Words. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to blame it on my not glasses, but that's really not it. Yeah, so yeah. Alexis and Brian's dad, Randy, both tried calling him all week, but he never answered. And, but it was when he missed his Monday morning flight to Miami where he was supposed to meet Alexis that his family knew something was wrong. And I feel like they should have known something was sooner. wrong way sooner than that. But well, okay. so it was Friday night, right? Mm-hmm. So then Saturday, Sunday, he was supposed to fly out Monday morning. Mm, okay. So she tried calling him for three days, though. That's a, that's that's a lot of days to not hear from es- your boyfriend, especially to not someone you're assuming is about to propose to. <clears throat> Correct, and especially since you're going on a trip together. Yep, it's a lot of things. I'd be like, it's too many days. It's too many days. So Brian was then reported missing to the Columbus police. The search for Brian naturally started at the Ugly Tuna Saluna, where he was last seen. And uh, luckily, because of the sketch crime in the area, the bar had security cameras. Nice. Uh, but also because it's a bar. I mean, I yeah, think that that's kind of just right? like a thing that every so, bar needs. Right. So the police reviewed the footage, which showed Brian, Clint, and Meredith going up the escalator to the bar's main entrance at 1.15 a.m. Oh, the Saluna has an escalator. Yes. Fancy. Yes, it does. And Brian was then seen outside of the bar at 1.55 a.m. talking briefly with two young women, waved goodbye, and then moved off camera back into the direction of the escalator to the bar where it was assumed that he had re-entered. Except the camera never recorded him leaving. Ooh. So when the Ugly Tuna Saluna closed... uh. 155 mm-hmm. would have been the last time he was seen. So he went back in. Yeah. Now, although the cameras in front of the Ugly Tuna Saluna failed to record Schaefer's departure from the bar, police had a wealth of other security footage to investigate. At the time of Brian's disappearance, the city of Columbus had more video surveillance than the combined metro areas of Cleveland, Cincinnati, and Toledo. Oh, my. Crime was apparently a fucking problem. The three other bars surrounding the Ugly Tuna were... The Sloppy Donkey. <laughs> God damn it. Mad Mex. Ooh. And Lucky's Stout House. M-E-X? Uh-huh. Hmm. All of which turned over their security footage to the investigators, but Brian was nowhere to be seen in any of their footage either. So the search then fanned out from the Ugly Tuna Saluna with officers sometimes accompanied by police dogs. They looked in the streets, dumpsters, garbage cans, asking residents if they had seen him. Flyers with Brian's picture showing uh, a tattoo on his upper right arm of a stick figure logo from Pearl Jam's Alive album. He was a huge Pearl Jam fan. They were posted all over the goddamn place. Mm Jam. The police got permission from the city to let them into the sewer system and search, but there was nothing to be found. Now, there's only one other, other than the front, there was one door to get out of that. And it's an emergency exit. A, an alarm would have gone off. Mm -hmm. B, there was a construction site back there, all construction, so that someone thought that maybe he had gone out that door and maybe, like, fell into a hole or something. But it was an active construction site, so if some dude had, you know, passed out and fallen into a hole, 
he would have been seen unless, you know, they just dumped concrete on him or something, which is a theory. Ooh. But. He was handsome. <clears throat> yeah. Good looking dude. Show me. You show me. Yeah, he's a good looking kid. So at Brian's apartment on King Avenue, which was six blocks from the bar, his car was still parked outside and nothing seemed off inside. Everything was as it should be. Um, (laughs) So this is supposed to say the police, but it says polecat, and I don't know why. (laughs) I don't know why. That's... Mm. So the police, not polecats, the police at this point... I don't know how that happened, didn't necessarily think that foul play was involved, and they started to consider the idea that Brian may have disappeared on purpose, possibly still upset over the recent loss of his mother. But when he never returned, that theory just went out the window. So everyone that had been with Brian that evening, including his father, were all asked to take lie detector tests. Randy and Meredith passed theirs, as did reportedly all the others, but Clint refused to take one. In fact, he hired a lawyer immediately. Oh, no. Right. Brian's girlfriend, Alexis, called his phone every night before going to bed for a long time after he disappeared, which usually it went to voicemail. But one night in September, it rang three times. And so she wrote on her MySpace page. Yes. I kept calling it to hear. I kept calling it to hear it purely because it was one of the best sounds I have ever heard, even if no one picked up. I'm assuming she was referring to his voicemail. Yeah. Schaefer's wireless provider, Singular, said that Wagner, what she heard may have been due to a computer glitch. A ping from the phone was detected at a cell tower in Hilliard, which is 14 miles northwest of Columbus. But like everything else, nothing came of that either. The police received many tips, none of which resulted in any fucking thing. And at a Pearl Jam concert later that year in Cincinnati, Eddie Vedder took time between songs to ask for tips in Schaefer's disappearance. There have been many possible sightings, Michigan, Texas, Sweden, and Mexico, that were all investigated but were not him. Randy Schaefer, bless his heart, had just lost his wife and now his son. Hmm. He, however, did not give up and he kept looking for Brian. He also consulted a psychic that told him Brian's body was in water near a bridge or a pier. So he and Derek, who was Brian's younger brother, along with a bunch of friends who wanted to help, all bought waders and spent much of their free time along the shores of the Olentangy River, which flows through Columbus and is adjacent to the OSU campus. They searched all bridges, piers, anything they could. So this possibility led the police to briefly consider that Brian may have been a victim of the smiley face killer, which I will not get into great detail for obvious reasons, but Brian would have fit the victim profile. However, if the smiley face killer was somehow involved, then Brian's body would be the only victim that would never be found. So I'm curious about this killer. Mm-hmm. Columbus police eventually rejected any connection to the smiley face killer in Schaefer's case, Following the lead of most law enforcement agencies, including the FBI, were like, yeah, no. So now, if this wasn't enough of a bummer, let me just take it down even more. Because <laughs> in September of 08, during a heavy windstorm, Randy Schaefer, bless his heart, was out in his yard clearing debris when a branch flew off of a tree, hit him and killed him. Oh, Jesus. And his neighbors found his body the next morning, called the police. After his obituary ran online... A condolence book was posted, and one of the signatures in it said, To Dad, Love Brian, U.S. Virgin Islands, 
which suggested that Brian may have really left to start a new life somewhere. However, upon further investigation, the note was found to have been posted from a a computer that was accessible to the public in Franklin County, and it was determined to be a hoax. Uh, Well, that's just hateful. really fucking poor taste. So shortly after Randy Schaefer's death, Neil Rosenberg, who was Clint Florence's attorney, wrote to Don Corbett, who was a private investigator that had been helping the Schaefer family try and find Brian, regarding his client's ongoing refusal to take a lie detector test. Rosenberg said that he had learned that the Columbus police investigating the cli- Wow. I'm sorry, was that English? Nope. Okay. Yeah. Columbus police investigating the case believed that Brian was still alive. He said, if Brian is alive, which is what I'm led to believe after speaking with the detective involved, then it is Brian and not Clint who is causing his family pain and hardship. Brian should come forward to end this. Adding that his client did not have anything to hide, he had merely told the authorities everything he knew from the beginning and did not see the value of doing so again. So many of those who were close to Brian Schaefer have criticized Clint for not coming, for not being forthcoming enough. And Brian's brother Derek said, as soon as the detective started getting involved, that's when he pretty much had no contact with anybody. I've always thought he definitely knows something. He just won't come forward with it. Derek believes it's still possible that his brother is alive and that Clint knows where he may have gone, saying if Brian did take off somewhere, if that is the case, we just always had a strong feeling that Clint would possibly know that. Alexis Wagner also thinks that Florence is withholding information, but believes that it's likely her former boyfriend is dead and did not run off, saying, I can't imagine he would have just done that. So while Clint Florence may have been the last person to see Brian Schaefer, he's been really elusive over the years. And in a 2009 email to reporters, he wrote, any and all, in all caps, questions you have for me should be directed to my attorney, Neil Rosenberg. The two women that Brian was last were last seen talking to in the camera footage were later identified, and they said in a 2009 statement that they had never been asked to take a polygraph. On March 29, 2021, the Ohio Attorney General's Office released a new age-progressed photo of Brian Schaefer showing what he would look at. Look, wow, what he would look like at age 42. At the time that that photo was released, interim Columbus Police Chief Michael Woods told the press, we would like to find every person from our missing persons cases and believe this is another step in hopes that we can find Mr. Schaefer. The last credible sighting of Brian occurred in 2020 when the FBI administered facial recognition recognition on a photo of a homeless person in Mexico. While this possible sighting of Schaefer may have sparked hope for some, the FBI concluded that the man in the photo was not Brian. And that wraps up the story of the ugly tuna Saluna and the weird-ass fucking disappearance of Brian Schaefer. So weird. Right? Right? I started reading about the smiley face kill. Yeah, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. That's a whole other thing. Can't get into it. It makes me, without going into Mm -hmm. it too much, it makes me think that the whole cult in American Horror Story is based on them. Mm, Interessante. That's exactly what I Uh heard. Yep. So uh, my sources are Many a Wiki, Ranker, Patrick Thornton, All That's Interesting, Margot Margaritoff, Dispatch.com, Bethany Bruner, and Grunge.com, Lorenzo Tanos. That is just so weird. Yeah. Just fucking gone. 
Somebody turned the footage of him on the escalator into a GIF. So it's like, you see him, and then... You don't. He's gone. Yeah. Well, and, and here's the thing, too, though. So even if Clint had something to do with it, mm-hmm. he was seen in all the footage with yeah. Meredith. Like, how and what? And Meredith passed her polygraph. Clint wouldn't take one. Yeah. Hmm. Which is, I mean, it's weird. Right. Like... And Clint and Meredith were together calling Brian and looking for him. They're like, yeah, "Yeah, he just Irish goodbye. They left together. Mm -hmm. So unless there was a time between 1.15 and 1.55 that, well, no, because he was seen outside at 1.55. So that's five minutes. Bars close at two. They expected to find him out front when they couldn't find him inside. Unless there was another person involved. That he'd be loitering out front. And he wasn't there. But also, why? Right? Dunno. What did Clint have to gain from... Dunno. And what what could he have done in five minutes? Like I said, unless he brought somebody else in. Yep. Yep. Hired someone to... Fucked with the wrong hoe. To disappear somebody. But then again, and another theory is that, you know, maybe something had happened in the club and... His body was found, and then they covered it up. Mm, sorry, Da Club. Yeah, Da Club. The da tuna. Club. Yeah, yeah. The ugly tuna saluna. But, I mean, why? Exactly. And also, I feel like there would have been a body, even if they covered it up. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's not enough time in that kind of, because it's a busy mm-hmm. night at a nightclub. Yeah. How in a college you, town. Exa- where, how and where are you going to disappear a body Yeah. in a short amount of time, especially... When police looked everywhere in the area for it. Right. Like, first place, you're like, well, let's check the dumpsters. Which they did, but then Nothing. that's where the construction site theory comes in, too. Either mm-hmm. he wandered out drunk, fell into a hole, passed out, and the con- they didn't pay attention. Maybe they filled it and was, it was cement. Or that somebody, you know, the club found a dead body, like, ah, oh, what do we do? I don't know. Throw him out there. And, but again, I mean, I, I don't know. And I don't know. I would, I would assume that maybe they would check a hole before putting cement in it, but maybe not. I feel like you would. One would think. Um, and I feel like most of the time when people's bodies are assumed to be under concrete, under like a building or, Something they were put there very intentionally mm-hmm. when they knew that was already gonna be a thing. They're like, Well, they're building here, so we'll just bury them right here where I know they're gonna put stuff. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. This really just vanished, vanished, which is funny. Speaking of vanishing, ooh, go on. So, who's got two thumbs and loves a list? You, it's this mall. You're right. Uh, I was working on another story, but my brain is broken. Uh, so you'll get to hear that one next week. Love that. And it's, well, it's no cane buried. It's a fucking doozy. That said, my mom is in town, mm-hmm. as we know by now. And she was telling me about this very creepy TikTok she'd seen. So I ventured down a chupacabra hole. And in a surprise to absolutely no one, there were more stories just like it. So today, with help from Yield Interweb, I give unto you... The very creepy phenomenon of people encountering places that mysteriously vanish. Ooh. Hamanoptera. (laughs) So. For you mummy fans. (laughs) So this is just, this is a list of 
real creepy stuff. So let's get weird. Let's do it. Also, vanishing. See, we did it again. We did it again. So, uh, well, this is a happy, unexplained story rather than a creepy one. It happened when I was in high school, circa 1999, back before I had a cell phone, and certainly before I had a smartphone. I wish I could have taken a picture, but part of me feels like maybe I somehow wouldn't have been allowed to have this experience if I'd had a camera with me. I was walking my dog in some woods near my house. I was pretty familiar with them as my dog and I went there often. One day I came to an enormous clearing that I had never seen before, like a giant field smack in the middle of the woods, and it was entirely blanketed with yellow daffodils. Thousands and thousands of them. My dog loved it and romped and frolicked in the daffodils, and I took in the beauty and felt completely awed, like I was witnessing something magical. No one else was around, and it felt really special, like the experience was just for me. I went back the next day, I searched and searched, but I could not find that clearing, nor a single daffodil. And that was from Reddit user NoodleTune. (laughs) Sometimes I pick certain entries just based on the usernames alone, because some of them are real good. Wow. Uh, Next, when I went on a road trip to see my family in Texas, I stopped at a gas station to fill up and get some coffee as it was about 2 a.m. I went inside and there was a man at the counter smiling as normal. They didn't sell coffee, surprisingly, so I settled with an energy drink. I exited the store, got into my car, and drove off as you normally would. As soon as I left the parking lot of the dimly lit gas station, my gas tank was back on low, my energy drink was gone as if it had vanished out of the cup holder, and when I looked into my rearview mirror, there was no gas station. Ew. I turned around, and all there was was Texas land. I still have no clue what happened to this day. And that was Reddit user Skeleton Skellers. Wow. (laughs) So good. Skelly Skells. Skelly Skells. Yeah. Uh, When I was seven... All potential credibility has just been abandoned, I'm sure. (laughs) I rode my bike into a tunnel uh, under a two-lane road. When I emerged, I was in a desert. The path was still there. It went straight off into the desert. There were a few cactus plants, and it was hot and sunny. I quickly turned around, went back through the tunnel, and emerged into my own hometown park, where it was late afternoon in November with lots of West Coast trees. I looked through the tunnel and could see the other side of the park with no cactus, just normal trees. Sounds like a dream. It does. Uh-huh. From a seven-year-old. Entirely that possible. That just watched Looney Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> and that was from user Nemesis of Time, as in Time the Herb. Oh, okay. Ah. Um, <laughs> Dude fucking hates time. <laughs> Uh, when I was a kid, I went exploring in these pine woods behind behind my house. We live on a farm, so there's paddocks in front of our house and pine woods behind us. I wandered off for a bit before realizing I was lost. Started to get worried as I couldn't get my bearings. I explored those woods all the time and knew them well, and I hadn't been walking that long, so I knew I wasn't too far in. Yet I was surrounded by trees that weren't even pine, which was impossible because it's a pine forest. Never once had I ever seen a tree that wasn't pine in that forest or the surrounding forest. Started to get dark, and I started crying and just ran fumbling through the way I had came, hoping to find my way back. I then stumbled upon this clearing. Flat ground, near-perfect circle, felt really weird. Uh, There were these bushes at the edge of the clearing, so I climbed through them. Once I got out, I realized I was standing behind the chicken coop right near my house. Ran home and got yelled at by my mom for being out so late. Next day, went to check behind the chicken coop. No bushes, no clearing, just pine trees. That place just disappeared. 
Even through my teen years, I still wandered off hoping to find that place to prove I wasn't crazy. Never did. Huh. And that was from a deleted account. That was that was my dad that did that. <laughs> Kicked over your bag? Mm-hmm. Uh, he does shit like that. <laughs> Uh, I grew up in the middle of nowhere. Some of my relatives lived a few minutes walk from my house up a hill, and they had woods behind their houses. I used to explore the woods all the time. I knew the paths and places well. You couldn't go too far because there was a cliff and an incredibly deep lake beyond the cliff. Anyway, one day while walking, I saw an old log cabin. It was sitting in the middle of a field I had been to many times before. It was a bright and sunny day. The field was lit up in gold. The cabin was very dark and strange. I felt like I shouldn't go near it because I knew it shouldn't have been there. I was very confused to suddenly see this cabin that had never existed before. I left the woods but went back numerous times looking for the cabin again. Never saw it again in my life. And I do know the location it was in. I wasn't lost. And again, there are only a few places you can go back in those woods since there is a cliff and a lake. It's not like miles and miles of woods before you reach the cliff. That was another deleted account. Is this person a character in Lost? <laughs> they all could be. Sounds like he went to look for fucking Jerry or whatever the dude's name was. <laughs> Jacob? Jacob. Holy yes. shit, I was close. The J names. Uh, when my brother and I were 10 and 12 respectively, our family went on a hike through the cemetery and into the woods not far from our house. My brothers and I would explore these woods every day, even camped in them before. We knew it like the back of our hands. Anyway, as the family hits our usual spot by the creek halfway through, brother one and I said we'd be back in a few. We wanted to wander off further up the creek. So we did. We we came across a very large hill we had never seen before. It was littered with what looked like someone's worldly possessions, as if they had turned a house upside down, shook out the contents, took the house, and left. There were tons of painted X's on the trees showing someone intended to cut them down at some point. We poked around for a few when we thought we heard our mom hollering at us. So we turned tail and walked maybe 20 feet back down the hill to where our parents were. The entire encounter was maybe 45 minutes long. On our end. As soon as our mom saw us, we got the beating of a lifetime. We had actually been gone almost four hours. Oh! She never saw us walk up any hill and remembered seeing us meandering down the straight path by the creek, not turning up a hill that was 20 feet away. She and her husband and our brother combed the woods for over four hours, screaming our names, and couldn't find hide nor tail of us. We pleaded our case and even tried showing her the hill. Um, surely she was messing with us, so we stomped up to the turnoff for the hill, and it was gone. Nowhere to be seen. For years we explored the woods, determined to find that fucking hill. We covered (laughs) miles and miles of off-path woods. As we got older, we mapped it out. To this day, that hill does not exist. We never found it again. Never found the weird furniture, toys, clothes, and other household items that were scattered across the hill. And never met anyone in the area that had a clue about the hill. We probably just wandered way further than we meant to, but I always found it weird that we never found the hill again. Yeah, that's weird. It is weird. And that was uh, from user Real Abstract Squid the Second. This happened to a friend of mine about 20 years ago. He had been working as an installer of double glazed windows and would often find himself traveling with a crew all over Kent and the southeast of the UK. One job he was doing wasn't all that far from home, so they decided to drive home instead of staying over in a B&B. They set off home quite late in the evening, and it was already dark. Uh, there wasn't much on the roads, and it was pretty cold, so not many pedestrians about. 
They were going along one fairly straight bit of road when they passed through a fairly unremarkable village. It had all the usual things like a pub and a corner shop, but little more else than cottages. About five minutes later, a couple of his crew were complaining that they really needed a drink, and there must be a pub around somewhere. He suggested that they turn around and go back into the village. They turned around, drive back, and there was no village there. It was just fields. There weren't any turnoffs, so they couldn't have been mistaken. It was just one straight road. Ew. That was from a deleted account. Uh, I went to an all-girls Catholic school. It's a very big school, around 2,000 students, K-12, through located on top of a mountain and surrounded by some sort of forest. When I was in second grade, around eight years old, my friends and I liked walking around and exploring different places in school. The woods nearby, which was off limits, the pond, and other school buildings and facilities. One day, my friends and I stumbled upon an area that looked like a series of tombs. Oh. There were maybe 20 plus tombs in there, some open, some closed. We don't know how we got there, but we were curious little shits, so we went closer to see. As we got closer to the tombs, an old man holding a broom came out of nowhere and surprised us. He said he was the caretaker of the place, and that's where the old nuns of the school were laid to rest. After that, he told us we shouldn't be there and not to come back. So we left. Now comes the weird part. I feel like that was already weird, finding right? mysterious tombs of long-dead nuns. That is... That in and of itself. That why? Is, that is weird on why? its own. Oh, but why? Um... I don't see an issue with it. The weird part, after leaving the area, my friends and I found ourselves in an unfamiliar place. Seems like we were lost. We were getting nervous, but just decided to keep walking until we found someplace familiar. We walked for like 10 minutes, then one of us saw one of the school buildings, which made it easy for us to get back to our classroom. Turned out, we had been gone for four hours, and the school guards and teachers had been looking for us. As we explained to them uh, that we just walked around and saw the tombs, the teachers and school guards gave us weird looks and said there was no such place. Oh. And that was uh, from Growling, uh, Growl Interrupted. All right. Um, oh, this one is, this one's weird. I was driving from Dallas to Tuscaloosa. Left at midnight and drove straight through the night with two friends passed out sleeping. It was probably 4 a.m. and I had a quarter tank of gas, which translates to about 100 miles. I saw that the nearest town was about 90 miles, so I was pretty worried about making it. Before I hit that town, I ran into a tiny town that wasn't on the map. A few houses, a gas station, a convenience store, and that was about it. I walked into the gas station and handed the guy $50 so I could fill up. He was a really tall, skinny black guy, like skin wrapped around bones level skinny. And this is just my recitation. I did not write this. Um, probably six foot five inches at least. Ooh. And he just had this eerie look about him. He looked at me, leaned over the counter, scanned the outside and looked back at me. He handed me my 50 back and, and a hat and said, look, you look like a nice young fella. You don't want to be out here at this time of night looking like that. Put the hat on, get to your car quickly, and get gas at the next town. Goo. Based on the way he said it and how he pointed out looking like that was about being white, I think, but I'm not positive. I was super confused and just said, I don't have enough gas to get there. That's why I'm here. I didn't even know this place existed. He responded, it doesn't. Here, there's two gallons left in this can. Just drive another 15 to 20 miles out and use those two gallons. But please, you need to move now. 
Oh, God. At that point, I stopped questioning him and left. On my return trip, it was daytime, so I wanted to stop back in and return the can with two gallons in it. But wouldn't you fucking know? Couldn't find the goddamn little town again. It's like it disappeared over the weekend. To this day, I refuse to stop in small towns that aren't on the map. I have no idea what that gas station employee um, was trying to save me from, but he pushed me out there with some urgency and even gave me free gas to do so. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that was from user Selly. Uh, when my friends and I were 12, some other friends were talking about this place they had found a few roads down from our school. They said it was an insane asylum. This sounded like a total lie, but it was enough to scare us a bit. Eventually, after they convinced us to go see it with them, we met after school and walked down to where it apparently was. Our school was in a suburban area and completely surrounded by houses for a kilometer in every direction. This place was stuck in between two homes. It had a high hedge and a small gate that split it into two. You could see the roof over the hedge. Everything was fairly well maintained, and it didn't look deserted. However, when you're 12, you can't back down if someone calls you a fraidy cat. So we had to go read Break In. Uh, once we got inside, we found that it was... it. What? Once we got inside, we found that it really was some sort of hospital. There was no one there, but the place was totally trashed. All the interior stuff had been left behind, but it looked like it had been thrown and kicked around the rooms. Everything was broken, scratched, and ripped, and torn. Chairs, tables, couches, curtains, windows, those little brown medicine bottles, paper, files, bent metal cabinets, etc. It was just a hospital-themed trash heap. Uh, there were also dark brown stains along a lot of the walls. Long lines like you dragged your finger or hand, but yeah. also vague shapes like letters. That scared the shit out of me. The place definitely, definitely felt deserted, but there was also sunlight streaming through all the windows and nothing looked particularly old, so it had this really odd, surreal quality. The best bit was finding two legit white padded cells slash rooms with that tiny window in the door and the curly iron gate in front of it, just like in a movie. In that particular mess, I found a blue file filled with handwritten notes on exam pad paper in alternating blue and black ink. It read like a nurse writing a diary about her patients. Tuesday, 16th June, he was better today. There must have been about a hundred filled pages, but it seemed to focus on three or four patients. At that point, we knew for sure it was some kind of institution, not that the padded rooms didn't give that away. I decided to take the file home. Ooh. At some point, someone found a piano and smashed some keys. We all just ran. We didn't stop screaming till we got back to the road. I still had the file, but realized my mom would want to know where the hell it came from, and she was a fan of grounding me for almost no reason. But I also started to get this really weird, sick feeling in my stomach whenever I held it. So I left that shit on the street, and we went home. Still regret that, but also not really. We must have spent about two hours exploring that place, and there were eight of us who all remember that day. I also still live in the area, so I could go there now. The only thing is, it's not there. I get that renovations happen or property gets sold, especially with all the time in between then and now, but we never found that place again after that day. We tried to go back but couldn't find it. It was like it literally vanished into thin air. The hedge, the gate, everything, gone. We even checked other roads in case we were on the wrong one, but nothing. And that makes no freaking sense. I mean, I imagine there's a rational explanation, but that definitely turned that afternoon to legend for all of us and is still the creepiest experience I've ever had. Wow. And that was from user Sutherland. 
I was relocating across Texas and, as I normally do, was driving through the night to skip traffic and because it's more serene that way. Um, my eyes. Ah. I was driving straight through central Texas and going northwest, so seeing the hill country change to desert and the full moon was super cool. Anyways, I was driving with my now ex-wife and we were running low on gas. Luckily, we were pulling into a tiny no-name town and we could see an old gas station come around the bend. This encounter happened about 2 a.m. Now, this town only has one road, and the station was right at the edge of town at the end of it. When I say old, I mean very old. The type where you have no option of prepaying, you simply, simply flip up the handle on the machine, and you hear the pump inside start struggling to get the gas from the reservoir. It had the old-style tick readers, too, not a thing electrical on it. I, being the young man I was, had never seen one before, so I walked into the store to buy the gas before I pumped. The store only had one light on in the far back, and I almost thought it was closed since it was barely brighter inside than it was out in the moonlight. Upon entering, I saw the place was deserted. No customers, no workers, nothing. However, there was an odd tune playing on someone's radio that I couldn't place. An old-sounding, upbeat piano piece was playing somewhere around the corner inside, and I heard shuffling once I walked closer to the source. I don't like shuffling. No, I don't either. This place made me feel scared. Not the, whoa, this is creepy scared, but the all the hairs are on end, something is seriously wrong here, but I can't figure it out scared. As I turned the corner, I saw a young man standing next to a large radio dancing. His dancing, though, was extremely off-putting and seriously didn't match the tune at all. It's like the pancakes, kid. Dennis. Pancakes. Yes. Um, Though the radio was cranking out what sounded like ragtime, this guy was running his hands up and down his body and pretty much feeling himself with his eyes closed in what looked like bliss. I hate this. He was going far slower than the music and definitely wasn't on tempo. For some reason, I couldn't speak. I couldn't even move. I was in a trance as every part of me screamed to turn and leave. Finally, I said, excuse me, I just need some gas. No, you don't. The guy kept dancing. I said, I said it a little louder, and he finally slowed down a bit and opened his eyes and focused on me. But it was like he was looking at a finely cooked steak. Oh, he was looking almost through me. Pancakes. And silently walked to the register, not saying anything. I said, uh, just $20, please. He again didn't say anything and just stood behind the ancient register, so I just figured maybe he didn't speak the language or was embarrassed I caught him dancing. So I laid the money on the counter and went outside hoping he'd turn on the pump. I filled up, told my wife about the weird-ass scene in there, and turned off the pump to kill the horrible grinding noise from the interior pump fighting against gravity to get the gas up. Weird thing is, when we were leaving... I looked back in the window, and the guy was still standing there behind the counter. This may sound fine, but my money was still on the counter in front of him. It was like he was a robot who just turned off once I left. This is where it gets super weird. This now is where it gets super weird. Because it was not weird until now with the Jimmy Pesto Jr. dancing <laughs> to ragtime. Oh, okay. This now it's, oh. here's the weird part. Give it to me. We got it. Let's do it. Ugh. A couple months later, I was driving back to San Antonio to visit family, and we, figure, uh, we figured we'd stop at that old gas station to see it in the daytime since it had become somewhat of a running joke between us. 
We pulled into the tiny town, and the thing was gone. The lot it sat on at the end of the road wasn't even there. It was just grass. No rubble, no old pump, no lighting, nothing. It was like somebody picked it up and moved it. It looked like nothing had been there for years. Still get freaked out thinking about it. And that was from Reddit user Sterling Archer. Mm. Yeah, I don't... I hate that. I hate everything Only about that. Only a couple months later. And absolutely nothing. I hate that. I hate everything about that. Truly hate it. I truly I, hate it. I don't. I wouldn't need anything from that store. No, I'd be like not a fucking thing. Just slowly back out. I would walk the fuck in. I'd walk right the fuck <laughs> back out. It, nope. In my head, I was you thinking feel of yourself. You <laughs> feeling yourself, bro? I'm Get out. It. I was thinking of that gas station in Seaside. <laughs> oh, the no. scary convenience store gas yep. station where there were definitely corn dogs made out of people. Oh, one hundred percent. We knew that there was a trap door somewhere. Oh, one hundred percent. It was because they were also playing weird music. Wow. Yeah, hated that. It was a real deliverance style gas station. One hundred. It is still there though. We see oh, it yeah. every time. Oh yeah. But it still doesn't mean that weird murders and oh one hundred percent people getting disappeared. Yeah, it absolutely happens 100%, at that gas station. 100%. Um, That's why there were so many cars out there. Exactly. All about the, mm-hmm, about all the travelers that have right? been turned into corn dogs. Oh, yeah. Uh, about six years back, my mom, my brother, and me took a road trip from SoCal to Seattle. We stopped at a couple places along the way uh, to make it a long trip. The way back, we were driving through Oregon, and it starts snowing. It's about midnight, so we decide to get a room, spend the night, and head out back in the morning. We see this really ugly sign off the freeway saying hotel next exit. So I take the exit and head up. It goes up a hill and back down and it's just a huge clearing. Small little motel. There's cars there. There's cars there that look so it looks full. Um, It's like a bunch of bungalows all closed off and split into rooms. The cars are all parked in front of the rooms except like one room. I go up to the middle bungalow door where it says office. I walk in. Some guy comes out from the back and he was obviously sleeping and I had woke him up. I ask for a room. He says, hold on, let me handle something in the back real quick. The guy lets out this massive gnarly fart. (laughs) Stop it! Starts (laughs) starts low and ends high. Fuck yeah, it does. (laughs) Pretty sure he had to wipe after that one. (laughs) I start laughing. Stop it! And he walks back back in and gets mad that I'm laughing. He gives me the key and my mom and bro all go to the room for the night. Next morning, it's about 7 a.m. and we hear people outside the room. It's loud and a lot of people. I look out the window and no one is there. Oh, Not a single person. But, but they're loud. But we can still hear them. We, get, we got ready and left about 7.30 in the morning. We can still hear people but don't see anyone. We walk outside and it's nothing but old cars parked there. Rusted out, some sitting on cinder blocks, some with no windows. I go to the office and a different guy than the gnarly fart guy is there. (laughs) He keeps asking if we're sure we don't want to stay another night. Oh, I'm fucking sure. (laughs) Yeah, I say no and we get in the car and remembered we saw McDonald's like an exit or two back. So we backtrack, get breakfast and start heading back home. On the way back... We pass a sign that says no facilities next 20 miles or something like that. We don't see the bootleg sign we had seen the night before. Uh-uh. After that, we made sure we only stayed at big motels off the freeway. Uh, yeah. No, I, thank you. I imagine it sounds like this. Yeah. 
Yep. 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 That's how I heard it in my head. That's how I heard it in my yeah. head. And that one was from Reddit user New Name. I lost old name. <laughs> new name. I lost old name. Uh, by my hometown, there was a hiking trail that people went to very infrequently. It was along the side of the Niagara Escarpment, so it had some climbable cliffs and some very shallow caves that you could crawl around on. Escarpment. It's a great word. Uh, I went with some friends when I was 19 to 20 years old. We were crawling around and found a cave that went pretty deep. We had never been in there before, had never even seen it before. So we pushed forward and decided to check it out, even though we had no flashlights. And this was when cell phones didn't really have a flashlight function. We stepped into the cave and it was easily 20 to 30 degrees cooler than outside. Upon looking around us with what light we had, we noticed it was really clean inside the cave, as in it didn't have beer cans littered everywhere like all the other small caves did. Mm-hmm. While in there, we got a really eerie feeling after being in there shortly, hearing weird and strange things, feeling like we were being touched, poked, and pulled, and not having any way to figure out who was doing it because it was too dark. Get out of there! (laughs) We were just using lighters to see what was around us. We were convinced one of us was messing with the others, although anytime we sparked up a lighter, we were all decently far apart. Mething. We decided to hightail it out of there after only a few minutes, convinced to come back with flashlights. We came out to see that it was now dusk outside. When we entered, it was midday. Somehow, we had lost roughly three hours inside of this cave. We went back with flashlights the next week, but have never been able to find this cave again. And that was user Economy Cactus 4982. (laughs) These names are great. They really are. There were so many good ones. So, so many good ones. Um, is this one or two stories? Oh, no, this is... This is... Best for last? You'll see why. Uh, I've posted this before, but it's still my best, so I have to share. Middle of nowhere, rural PA, heading to a state park known for stargazing. It's always a very long drive, even though it's not that far Uh, Because it's all windy, narrow mountain roads and very dark, so 30 miles per hour max speed. We're on a main road about half hour away from the usual turn when I see a sign telling us to turn left to get to that park. They were connecting a couple of roads and the local news said it'd be a shortcut to the park from the main road, so I assumed it was finished and we'd stumbled onto it. This is important later. We turned left to take the shortcut and almost immediately regretted it. Regrets. In just two to three miles, we'd gone from beautiful, quaint countryside to some creepy, dilapidated town. I see a fire up ahead to the left near a fork in the road. As we get closer, it appears to be an enormous bonfire surrounded by wrong-turn-type mutants. Oh, God. There were some shitty campers and a couple of beat-up trucks parked around them. The houses looked like tar paper shacks or the oldest, cheapest, unmaintained hunting cabins you've ever seen. The whole scene was depressing and creepy. Something felt really off to me. They were all guys and all dressed like old-timey prospectors or something. Looked like the mountain men guys on that show who hunt Bigfoots and such, except (laughs) super menacing and evil. Bigfoots and such. Bigfoots and such. Um, Oh, yeah. Menacing and evil. About 15 to 20 guys, no women or children in sight, even though it's only 7 to 8 p.m. As we approached, they all stopped talking and turned to stare at our vehicle. Then a bunch started walking towards the road. Nope. 
I was suddenly consumed by this overwhelming feeling of dread and scared for my life. Before I could say a word, my husband floored it, probably doubling our speed and swerved around the creepers as we flew up the hill, taking the fork on the right. He was white-knuckling it and slowed down as soon as the fire faded from my sight, but I was terrified that they'd come after us. We drove in silence for a few miles. Then he said something like, I don't fucking know what the fuck that was, but it wasn't fucking people. Where the fuck are we? <laughs> Which sounds exactly like how I would have reacted. Hundo P. Hundo P. It's like the weird church music, church bell town. Yeah. That I stopped no, for thanks. gas in. Nary um, a person, just a bunch of church bells and music. It was midday. That. I hated that video. I hated it with my whole nip noops. Yes, you should have. Um... The whole thing was so frightening, but I couldn't really express why I was terrified. I just was. Ma'am, there are... it's terrifying. Hill people. What's not terrifying about that? Suddenly, hill people. Yeah. T- no thanks. That's why you were Dancing scared. Dancing around a bonfire that they're going to cook you on. Yeah. Uh, my husband is never afraid of anything, real or paranormal. We've explored a number of haunted sites, and he's totally unfazed by everything. He gets happy and excited when I'm ready to have a heart attack and pee myself. Uh, So the fact that he was freaking out scared me more than anything. We eventually made it to the park, but didn't stay long as we were both tired and still on edge. We took our usual route back, avoiding the horrifying shortcut. We talked about it all night, but really couldn't figure out what was going on there that had scared us so much. Just that those weren't people, and the place itself seemed wrong and evil. He put it best when he said, Those hillbilly mutants looked like they'd eat you and rape me. (laughs) I mean, that's not funny, but it's funny. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I get it. I get it. So once the sun was up in the morning, we decided to go back and check it out in the daylight. We took the same major road and made the same left turn at the same sign for the state park. We were in a small town that looked nothing like what we'd seen the night before. There was a little gas station and a tiny market on the right and some small but neat houses on the left. We eventually came to the fork in the road, but the field... To the left, where we saw the weirdos and the fire and everything, was mostly a pond. The woods we had seen behind them were a couple of warehouses. We checked maps, drove around for hours, and talked to locals, but there was no other turn off of the main road pointing towards the state park except for that turn and the one much further ahead that we normally used. This was more than ten years ago, and I still have no idea where the hell we really went that night. I hate it. I hate it as well. And that was from Reddit user Horse Called War. And there you have it. Some truly creepy and downright bizarre encounters. And to quote Reddit user Frost Knight, If there's one thing I've learned from this thread, it's that gas stations are absolute hotbeds of weird, unexplained phenomena. <laughs> <laughs> and they would be correct. Yes. And uh, I, my sources were Reddit, Ranker.com, Samantha Dillinger, Rachel Sowerby, and then BoredPanda.com, Rokas, Lorena Vicious, and Ilana wow. Balunite. Reuniti on ice. Sure. I thought there was one other story that I thought I put in there, but I didn't. So I will have to backhoe it next week because it was uncomfy. And I swore I put it in here, but apparently I did not. It was on par with the hill people. Levels of uncomfy. But I do not like that. Nor should you. I don't. I don't like it. And again... These are largely from Reddit, so again, grain of salt, as usual. But also, is Reunity a thing? 
What? Still? What? Huh? What? Reunity on ice? Fuck is that? You know what I'm talking about, right? See, mom knows. <laughs> Reunity on ice? No. no. Wow. Huh. Hmm. Okay. What's that now? I think it is because they. I got now. I gotta Google it. Reunity on ice. It was a commercial. Okay. Yeah, it's a it's a real shitty cold wine. I think. Oh. oh. Okay. From I like this the was 80s. Like a show. Maybe? My brain was like. Ice capade? Yeah, wine. There it is. Reunity on ice. Stop it. Get it at Target. Nine ninety nine. <gasps> Reunity on ice. You about to have a real weird time tonight? <laughs> <laughs> it's a brand of Italian wine imported and sold in a variety of flavors in the United States. Blah, blah, blah. The brand is known for advertisements of the 70s and 80s depicting a broad array of social situations and using the tagline, Reunity on ice. That's nice. Oh, boy. Right. Is it is it like a what's that gross wine that grandma likes? Frenzia? No. Carlo Rossi. Oh, the no. one that comes flavored? Yes. Oh, I know what you're talking about and now I can't think of the name of that Schmerz? either. Something something farms or something no. Pepperidge Farms. <laughs> no, yes. I know what I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. They've got like apple and blackberry and yeah. peach wine and it's gross. She loved her some blackberry nonsense whatever that was whatever cough syrup (laughs) no worse Mm. worse than the i actually had a claw yesterday oh claw i did have a claw i had uh some trulies yesterday Mm. they i see watching in the sun ah yes i was watching a sport ball game a sport who whomst anyway whomst number one whomst are you new dick sports she's she's not saying anything it's new dick I saw the face. It's not new. Oh. She's revisiting Dick. Well, that's never good. (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) The Dick itself, sure. The situation, probably never good to revisit. Look, it's... I I refuse. I absolutely refuse to go on any dating sites. I'm done. I am done. Is he somewhat recent? Done. Post-divorce. Well, yeah, because I wasn't... I mean... You could be revisiting Old Flames pre-marriage. Oh, yeah, no. No. I think I know who it is. Okay, we'll we'll have to to get back to this. We'll We'll see. see. But you'll have to find that that other story, because it was real fucking weird. Nude Beach? Mm Mm-mm. No? Mm Mm-mm. Okay. Mm Mm-mm. Wait, what? The one you went to the nude beach all the time with? I didn't go to a nude beach with any dudes. You didn't? No. no you just went on your own? She just saw the guy I there. just saw all the dongs. Oh, I thought you like went a couple times with a guy. Uh, no, that was the guy that my sister was dating. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. She had a guy. That... He just tagged along. Well, he tagged along. Okay. I did not. Okay. So he tagged along with us on our trip. Sure, 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 sure. Yes. So, anyhow. Huh. Arbor mist. Arbor, there it is. Oh, yep, that's that the trash one. heap of a wine. Yeah, that's what I'm assuming. Reuni, yeah, that it's is. probably real similar. Reuniti on ice. Every that's time I nice. hear you say the word reuniti, it just makes me think of Scritu Politi, and that's not the same. Nope, but you know, hey, Scritu it all came reuniti. from that person's name from your source. It so. did, and it was rabbit holes. That's how my mind works. Just mm-hmm. so you know. same. same. There we go. So, yeah, that, that's all I got. Well, fuck. Sounds yeah. like we done did. Sounds it. like we done done it. We done we done, done it done today. Do it. What a fun day! Um, go 
go check out if you're local the Pacific Northwest True Crime Fest. There it is. I was like, what are we talking about? Come see us live in October. Hopefully we'll have other ones. October. Yeah, maybe we'll get some in between. Who the fuck knows? Nobody knows anymore. You like that? (laughs) 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 Check us out in the tubs. What the fuck are we talking about? Check us out in the tubs. Yes, the tubs. Well, we done done it. Mm Y'all know the drill. Mm -hmm. Rate, review, subscribe. Share, share, share. Please. If you would like some exclusive motherfucking content, go become a patron on our Patreon. Yeah. And if you are not following all of us on our social medias, what By the fuck now. are you doing with your life? Why? What are you doing with your life? And y'all, the two things for me, the same as last week. The yeah. same as next week, too. Yeah. You really should. Just, just do it. Record. I should record it. I should. I just don't. I don't have time right I now. I can record it. I, I can record fair. it for you. You could. I can do that for you. I would appreciate that. I will do that. Um, Well, I'm going to say it this time. Do the thing. Uh, First off, go to a Best Buy. Yep. Go to an Apple store. Mm -hmm. Go to a Windows store. They exist somewhere. Go to uh, a Radio Shack that truly no longer exists on this plane. A Target. And it probably has Uh, a gas station with hill people next door. Yep. And Pancakes doing his ragtime dance. A Pancake uh, Hill People Walmart. Yes. Yep. They exist. They're out yes. there. Sign up for our podcast on all the electronic devices. Take a video of you doing it to at least five, and we will send you something cool. Yeah. And if, yeah. You, if you hear ragtime, run. If that video, if you take that video and then you leave whatever gas station, Walmart, Radio Shack you're at, and then you turn around <laughs> and that building is gone and it's just a field, and you check your phone and there's no video anymore. And it's been six uh, hours since you thought you went in. Yeah, you're like, hey. Send us a fucking email. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Please let us, Please number, let us number know. Number one, run fast drive escape from flee the area please <laughs> and then and then tell us about it and also if you've already had that experience happen uh let us know have you yeah. ever seen anything and we will expose you on the podcast yeah yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely we'll do uh that. and then the second thing yeah. kids history podcast yep. anytime now yep yep with uh great narrators doing kids history stuff yeah z has been some ancillary voices for me i have she's been on it I have uh, gladly you, anytime. It's very fun, very fun show that I that I run. Uh, and if you go to honesthistorymag.com dot com mm-hmm. and use the promo code GNH, you will get ten percent off your first purchase. Yay! And if you do that, they'll send us money. So, yeah, which uh, is always wonderful. If you have kids, go buy some dope shit for them. Yeah. Are those handcuffs? No, this is a. Oh. a, a it, I don't have anywhere to put this. It's a clamp mount for my uh, camera gimbal. Got it. Yep. Thought we were just rolling with some handcuffs. Thought no, no, no. It was weird. I was just no. like, all right, here we go. Now no. is the weird part. Now is the weird part. <laughs> now is where I very awkwardly unscrew the cuffs apart and then make you stand there. And it, this is too small. Anyway. Yeah, I think all it would right. yeah. She's got baby wrists. I do have teeny tiny lady wrists. Mm. Oh. For ladies. So does she, though. Yeah. Ladies. I'm not securing either of you in this. <laughs> so. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, till next time, y'all. Hexes and hoes, y'all. Hexes and hoes, y'all. Bye. Hats off to the fuck you club. I mean, today doesn't I seem mean, like there's there a lot isn't of. any. So no you know what? Specific. No. Fuck you, Bob. Always. Yeah. Kimberly can't read. Fuck you, Ted. Fuck you, Ted. And Gwyneth. God damn fuck it. off. Gwyneth, you 
flaxen-haired she-demon forever and ever. God yeah. damn it. Go fucking suck on those fancy fucking diapers that your company really didn't make, but probably would if you were given the opportunity. I'm going to rub my balls in somebody's house. Yeah! I know you are. I'm going to shit in somebody's freezer. I know. Yeah. I know you are. Taco Bell's got the Mexican pizza back. I definitely had one on my birthday. I oh, did. did you? I did. It came out. It came back on my birthday. I couldn't not. Did you? That's is a it, gift. Does it... Does it hold up? Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's it's exactly the same. Okay, good. They just took it off the menu, and they're like, mm, what, you know what a fucking Mistakes gift. were made. Mistakes were made. I might get one. It would have been more of a gift if it were the double-decker, but you know what? That's fine. You can just get two and stack them. The double-decker? Yeah. Isn't that something have, else? You'd have to get refried beans, a flour tortilla, and then a crunchy taco. Double-decker taco yeah, yeah, is yeah. what she's referring to. It's oh, a whole other okay. beast. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Word, word, If you think I haven't looked for a sign like that to buy you and put in here, I was I actually did that today. I was you'd, have to, you'd have to get it custom made. I know. I was looking. I appreciate I was that about you. You're welcome. <laughs> you know, I also was listening to the Sunny podcast. I haven't heard the new one, but I'm very excited about it. Anyway. I'm not caught up. Fuck I'm all the people. All the way there. Fuck them all. Yep, all, all, all them. Uh, all them. And um, uh, how do we make you laugh? Who me? Yeah, you. <laughs> Easy. That. I don't like I don't that. Know. I'm sorry. What do, you, what do you want from me? I need to end on a giggle. I just chuckled. No, you know what I mean. It's a quote. I'm not a performing monkey. Don't fucking cackle. <laughs> I can't not cackle. I always cackle. I know. I was quoting Nick. Oh. <laughs> that fucker. Fuck him. Love you. Bye. <laughs> there you go.